It's time for Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 DWS. Brought to you by our DWS prep partners. ABC Heating and Air, where it's as easy as ABC to always be comfortable. And American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford in Champaign. Your dream is out there. Go get it. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford will protect it. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 is also brought to you by Bacon and Van Busker, Coach House Garages, First Federal Savings Bank, Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and Tim's Auto Body. Tonight's game can also be heard live at our website, WDWS.com. And now, let's head out to the field for tonight's game. And we are back on the air for Little League Baseball, this time for the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball Twin City Championship tonight from Zahn Park in Champaign. Our two teams, Wampler Property Management and First Federal, these two teams work their way here with wins the, on Monday night in the semifinal round. And Wampler Property Management 14-3 and on the season, the number three seed. Well, First Federal is the number one overall seed in this tournament, looking to finish this off with a championship and stay as that number one seed. And so we're in for a great battle here tonight. First Federal defeated Plumbers and Pipe Fitters, who just finished in third place with a win over Campus Sportswear. Wampler defeated Campus Sportswear on Monday night. And Campus Sportswear was the Cinderella of this tournament till their last two losses, but a great finish to the season nonetheless. I'm Michael Kaiser, my partner Tim Ditton, who called the first game tonight. Tim, this is the game that uh, everybody's been waiting for uh, since the playoffs began. Yeah, it all comes down to this, and it really doesn't get much better than this. The sun is setting, picturesque conditions, a huge crowd out here, and these two teams are rocked and ready to go. And this, this is my favorite time of the year. People think I'm crazy for saying that. Of all the broadcasting that I, I get to do, and I've got to broadcast walk-off hits at the college level and buzzer beaters at the high school level and you know, get to assist in the booth on football Saturdays for the mm-hmm. night, this is the, mo- this is the most favorite thing that I get to do. This is just pure fun and, and pure Americana, baseball at its finest. And, and two teams who have played really well in the postseason – you know the uh, I think the edge you got to give the first federal, but I would not count Wampler out. I think this is going to be a real tight ball game. They're led by Jonathan Westfield, former Champaign police officer, former Champaign Unit Four school board, and we're getting things underway. Leading things off, Wampler Property Management. They are the visiting team, first federal. Obviously, the first seed will be the home team. Drew Caldwell, the pitcher for Wampler Property Management, will lead things off. He'll be followed by the second baseman, Luke Swanson. Kevin Lair, the shortstop. And Owen Hobbs, the first baseman. Walker Westfield, the third baseman. Axel Baldwin, the catcher. Timothy Norcross, the center fielder. The pitcher for first federal fires a strike in as this game is now officially underway. And that is Kendall Crawford on the mound for first federal getting the start. Here, the championship game, the biggest game of the season. 2017 CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Playoffs. Here's the pitch. Low and out. Soft strike on the outside corner. Drew Caldwell now behind the count 0-2. We have Bruce Butler behind the plate tonight as our home plate umpire, one of the best in the business. He's, I think, umped this championship game for several years in a row now. Pitch in the dirt. 1-2 and two the count. Drew Caldwell 
trying to get things off to the right off the right start for Wampler. The rest of that lineup, Timothy Norcross in center, Patriot Ortiz in right, and Nash Carlson in left. Strike three, caught him looking. Drew Caldwell goes down. The backwards K, Kendall Crawford with strikeout for first federal, the right-handed pitcher. Kendall Crawford bringing the heat early. Always good for the confidence. Definitely is, especially get a strikeout to start things off. Wampler Property Management in their red uniforms, black lettering. Strike on the outside corner of the second baseman, Luke Swanson. Red, or excuse me, black sleeves with a white trim. Luke has a black batting helmet on, black under armor gloves. Gray pants with a black stripe down the side. Swing and a miss. Took something off that one. Did Kendall Crawford off speed pitch. The bottom fell out of that one. Black cleats for Luke Swanson. Holds the bat down on the knob. Crawford holding the ball behind his back. Comes set. He pitches out of the stretch instead of the windup. Pitches in the dirt outside. One and two the count. Luke Swanson. Orange bat. Rocks it just ever so slightly above the shoulder. Crawford comes set. Brings it home. Strike three. Caught him looking back to back. Backwards K's. For the second out here in the top of the first inning, no score. Really paint the corner there was Kendall Crawford. I was saying earlier he was going all fastball, but he mixed it up in that at-bat when a combination of fastball changeup, hitting his spots, and getting that second backwards K like you mentioned. Kevin Lair, the shortstop for Wampler Property Management, waits for the first pitch and offers at that one outside and off the plate. Swing and a miss. Strike one. He holds the bat way up on the handle. Probably can fit another hand between his hand and the knob. And swings a base hit through the left side. Gets by the third baseman. The shortstop was playing closer to second. And Kevin Lair with a two-out single to left. Yeah, just a real nice piece of hitting there. Waited on his pitch. Was very patient. And hit it right off the fat part of the bat. You might have heard it on your speakers at home. Just a nice pop. Right off that fat part of the bat, and the shortstop out there, Hodgson couldn't really do a whole lot with that one. Owen Hobbs, the first baseman. Came on the mound in relief on Monday night in the semifinal. Pitched a couple of innings. Did really well there. Did Owen. Three strikeouts in the fifth inning. Struck out the side. Got an orange bat. White handle. Holds it down on the knob. Hunter Green batting helmet. Ground ball to the third baseman. Picks it up over third second, and it is in time to retire the side. Jacob Kersell to end the inning. We will go to the bottom of the first inning. No runs, one hit, none left, no errors. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim, Tim Dittman. Championship night at Zahn Park in Champaign. 2017 CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball season coming to a close. And just a few short innings. We're in the bottom of the first inning. No score. Yeah. A beautiful night for baseball. The winds have calmed down a little bit. So come on out if you get some free time tonight. Watch some championship baseball. Right next to the Stevens Family YMCA, Champaign Fire Department. Right there, Windsor and Staley in Champaign. Doesn't get much better than this. It does not. Exciting to hear the atmosphere. And when Jim Shepard's in the house doing PA, (laughs) 
Illini fans remember him very well. Got the music in the background, rocking it out. People come and check out the huge trophy to my left, to our left. And uh, a lot of people would like to take that trophy home tonight. We will not be taking it home tonight, unfortunately. No, I couldn't fit it in my car. It's too big. This, we may not win a championship on the field, but this is going to be a championship broadcast. Rock and roll, my friend. Tim and I just did a fist pump, as we always do before Illini football games. That's right. Home games when we were in the booth together. Ready to rock and roll here. We're at the bottom of the first inning, no score. Tim and I are getting some friends on our table here. Some insects congregating on the duct tape. It must, I don't know. Well, as you might expect, it's a hot summer night, so Definitely you get that from time to time. Better, we- better, better weather. It's easy for me to say right now. Better weather than we had the other night where it was very chilly, windy, had some rain in the first game of the doubleheader, but not tonight. Very windy, but had plenty of sunshine. Temperatures were in the 80s. Winds have died down just a little bit. On the mound, Drew Caldwell. The windup in the pitch and a pop-up out of play behind us. Just clear of us. A couple fans giving chase. No one able to put a glove on it or a bare hand for that match. Josh Price leading things off for first federal, followed by Nolan Miller and then Kendall Crawford. Here's the pitch. Ground ball gets by the pitcher, picked up by the shortstop, throws in time across the diamond. Kevin Lair with a nice play to his first baseman, Owen Hobbs. Six to three in the scorebook. Yeah, Lair very confident on that one, charging it. Like you mentioned last game, that could be a gamble sometimes because you never know if it's going to take a funny hop at the last second. But Lair rolled the dice, and it paid off for him. The rest of the lineup, Mitchell Crompton at first base, Jacob Curcell at third base for first federal, Jonathan Smith in left, David Hosenstab at short. Here's the pitch. High and outside from Drew Caldwell. Patrick Kennedy in center and Ben Bandy in right for first federal, who's up at the plate at the bottom of the first inning, no score. First federal, the lime green colored jerseys, black sleeves, black down the side, black lettering. Hunter Green batting helmet for Nolan Miller, strike one. One and one the count, one out. Miller on Monday night, one for two. He had a double and a couple of runs. Nash Carlson, Timothy Norcross, Patriot Ortiz, left to right. For the Wampler defense out on the outfield. Ground ball, base hit up the middle. Nice piece of hitting by Nolan Miller. The catch of the center fielder, Timothy Norcross, gets it back into his second baseman, Luke Swanson, and a one-out base hit for Miller. Yeah, that one a bullet a few feet to the right of the second base bag, and nothing that the second baseman Swanson can do about that one. One One-out single for Miller. Nice job. Stepping into the batter's box, Kendall Crawford, the pitcher, throws right. Bats left, has an orange bat. He's got gray pants. Pitch outside to the lefty. Across the diamond, Walker Westfield from third base. Kevin Larratt short, Luke Swanson at second. Owen Hobbs at first. Drew Caldwell and Axel Baldwin, the battery mates. Caldwell on the mound. Baldwin behind home plate for the catcher. Pitch low and inside. 2-0 the count to Kendall Crawford. Now, if you recall, Michael, in that Monday night game, First Fed pulled their pitcher after just an inning plus. That was Nolan Miller in an attempt to try to save him tonight. Now, Miller's not starting, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him a little later tonight. 3-0 the count, and the great base running there by Nolan Miller was dancing off of first base, and they weren't paying attention, kept dancing some more, and before he knew it, he was halfway to second, 
And they threw the ball back to the pitcher, and he's in second easily. He slid into second, but he was in there easily without a throw. Yeah, just faked out the catcher there. Baldwin thought he was going to go back to first base and said, oh, I'll take second, thank you very much. Ball four to Kendall Crawford. And he's aboard, down with one out. So runners at first and second, one out, bottom of the first Pitch inning. First no score in the championship game. It's a Twin City championship. Mitchell Crompton on one day, uh, Monday night excuse me, goes one for two. We had an RBI double. Pitches outside, 1-0 the count. First Federal, the number one seed. Wampler Property Management, the number three seed. advancing with victories on Monday night in the semifinals. Pitches inside. Yeah, first fed, sorry, Michael, first fed got here via a quarterfinal win over Dodds, 9-1. Semifinal win over Plumbers, 4-1. Here's the pitch. Fouled straight back. Got a good piece of that one. I missed his pitch. 2-1 and one the count. Wampler, meanwhile, got a quarterfinal win over Illinois American Water, 12-7, and then a 7-2 win over Campus Sportswear on Monday night. Mitchell Crompton, left-handed pitcher when he does pitch. Not pitching at the moment, but he's also a left-handed hitter. Strike! Right at the letters. Waiting for the call from the ump on that one. 2-2 two and two the count. Well, the old saying, letters to knees, right? That's the strike zone. Obviously, every umpire is different, but you got to come up swinging, especially now with two strikes. Two balls, two strikes, one out. Swing and a miss. He struck out the lefty Kendall Crompton, or Mitchell Crompton. Kendall Crawford batted right before him. Crawford and Crompton, easy to get them mixed up. Jacob Curcell apparently is number 11 tonight, but he is probably actually probably wrote that down wrong. Well, we were told he's number 13, but if you say he's wearing 11, I will agree with you. His teammate David Hosenstab also wearing 13, so like it looks like a, just a, a miscue in the lineup card. So Jacob Cursell wears number 11 and plays third base for First Federal. Drew Caldwell, one out away from getting out of this jam. Here's the pitch. Outside, runners will advance easily to second and third on the wild pitch. And now Drew Caldwell's got his work cut out for him to keep this a scoreless game in the bottom of the first inning for Wampler Property Management. First Federal, of course, has other ideas. Cursell on Monday night went 0 for 3, a couple ground outs and a strikeout, looking to get his first hit of the week in big fashion here, get his team on the board. Ground ball to the shortstop. Throws across the diamond in time. Kevin Lair waited for it to come to him. Scooped it up cleanly, threw over to Owen Hobbs to retire the side. So no runs, one hit, two left. We go to the second inning. Championship game, 0-0 our score. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Michael Kaiser, Tim Dittman with you for championship night here in CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, the 2017 season. We're the top of the second inning. First Federal, the number one overall seed, taking on Wampler Property Management, the number three seed. Wampler Property Management due up here in the top of the second inning. Leading off the second inning. The third baseman, number five, Walker Westfield. Walker Westfield, the son of the manager, Jonathan Westfield. Kendall Crawford on the mound for first federal. Couldn't check his swing. Strike one, 0 and one the count to Walker Westfield. Yeah, the elder Westfield down in the third base coaching box. 
as we've said on the broadcast for, uh, before, retired Champaign police officer. Did a lot with the school resource officer program. That's where you might know him. Swing and a miss. Strike two. 0-2 the count to Walker Westfield here in the top of the second inning. Walker Westfield had a heck of a game on Monday. He goes two for three. A single, a triple, a run, and two RBI. Kendall Crawford had the ball behind his back. Ben bent over. Pitches out of the stretch. Strike three. Caught Walker Westfield looking. The backwards K. And Axel Baldwin will be up. A catcher for Wampler. Be followed by Timothy Norcross. Anybody gets on Patriot Ortiz. Wampler would love to strike first. Being somewhat the underdog according to the seeding. But still a great season. 14-3 so far for Wampler. Love and that's, beg your pardon, that's three strikeouts on the night for Crawford. Did not check his swing. Strike one to Axel Baldwin. Thought he might have come close to checking it, but was unable to do so. Home plate umpire Bruce Butler cleans off the plate. Just a couple spots there in the corner. Here's yeah. the left, left-handed batter's box. Bruce said there it was on the, on the swing, not the location. So that one was low in the dirt. Would have been a ball if Baldwin was able to check. Swing and a miss. Strike two. 0-2 the count. Two up next, Timothy Norcross, the center fielder. No balls, two strikes, one out, top of the second. Kendall Crawford looking really good right now. Strike three, painted the corner on that one, and another backwards K, and Kendall Crawford is just dealing here early. Yeah, dare I say secret weapon? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know enough about this first Fed team, but he is really... Throwing junk here in the early going. Four strikeouts and only a couple players have reached base. Axel Baldwin was frozen on that pitch. Correction, pitch just after play, off Timothy the plate. Norcross, number nine, the center fielder. Timothy Norcross, if he can reach Patriot Ortiz, will bat here in the second inning. Kendall Crawford has other ideas. And he hits Timothy Norcross with a fastball. Just lost control of that pitch it happens from time to time obviously nothing intentional there and now up quickly as timothy norcross is going to walk it off because a five to his first base coach yeah that looked like it got him i think right maybe underneath the armpit i'm not sure if he was able to turn uh in enough time because obviously you don't want to get hit by a ball period but if you no. have to hit you want to get hit on your back or at least that's what I was taught in Little League. If you're going to get hit, try to make it on your back as opposed to uh, an elbow or, God forbid, your face. Or the thigh because that could be uh, it could really hurt if you get hit in the thigh. And in that instance, Norcross, I think, was starting to turn, but he didn't turn all the way, and it got him, I think, maybe right on the side, right underneath his armpit. But he appears to be okay. Patriot Ortiz steps in to face Kendall Crawford, his first at bat of the game, the right fielder. For Wampler Property Management. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul. Just off to the right. You know, if Wampler ends up not being victorious tonight, I think Patriot will be able to sleep okay simply because his name is Patriot. Patriot Ortiz. Can't I mean, that. Y- even if it was just Patriot Smith, I would love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Patriot's a fantastic name. What a great first name. Ball in the dirt. Great pick there by the catcher, Nolan Miller. You could hear it hit the plate. But good pick there by Miller to keep from being a wild pitch or a pass ball because that would have sent to second base Timothy Norcross. But instead, he's still at first base with two outs. Crawford has been pitching out of the stretch all night long. 
fouled off to the right. Got a piece of that one. He hammered that one pretty good foul. Getting some good cuts in there is Patriot Ortiz. Where's the blue batting helmet? And you can tell he is ready to go. He got back into the batter's box real quickly after that foul ball, wagging the bat as if to say, give me another one, big guy. Chokes up a little bit on the bat. Kendall Crawford comes set out of the stretch. Brings it home. Pitch high, just above the strike zone. Kendall Crawford wanted that one. Did not miss by much. And with a little guy up there in Patriot Ortiz, the strike zone is going to be a little lower. And I think if Patriot Ortiz were maybe six inches taller, that one would have been a strike. Kendall Crawford holding the ball behind his back. Waits for the sign. Comes set with the ball on the glove. Brings it home. High ball, two, three. Three and two the count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Norcross down at first base. Wampler trying to get something going here in a nothing-nothing game in the top of the second inning. Patriot Ortiz waits for it. Kendall Crawford comes set. Ball in glove and at chest level. Brings it home. Swing and a miss. He couldn't check his swing. And he strikes out the side. Does Kendall Crawford to retire Wampler property management, leaving a runner on first base. No runs, no hits, one left, no errors. We go to the bottom of the second inning. It's 0-0. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser. He's Tim Dittman. Our last night of Little League Baseball, CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, there will not be any more here in 2017. We, of course, plan to be back next season, so I shouldn't say the last night. Uh, but they'll for be this it for, summer. For this summer, this will be it for our Little League broadcast. Thanks for being with us all the way. Thanks for our sponsors and all the coaches and players. Thanks for everybody back at the Radio Ranch for helping Radio us out through all these broadcasts this season. Of course, Evan Kahn, Allie Adams being on the broadcast, Scott Beatty organizing everything, and all our engineer producers back at the station as well. Drew Caldwell back on the hill. Ball high, leading things off. Jacob Curcell, the third baseman. No, excuse me, it's Jonathan Smith. Curcell into that last inning. David Hosenstab and Patrick Kennedy. So Drew Caldwell, got time here. And we are being told no flash photography. photography Someone was taking a photo. No pictures, please. Thank <laughs> and uh, Jim Shepard laying the hammer down there. Don't <laughs> want to distract the players. When you hear that voice telling you not to do something, you listen. Strike one on the outside corner, one on the it's count. Like the voice Just, of God almost. I know. It's like it's like God coming down and saying, put down the flash. You can take a picture. Yeah. Just don't use the flash. And zero Holcomb zero score. is the ball carrier. <laughs> uh, ball strike two. Where are we here? I'm not sure. Ritz on Park in Champaign. 1-2 the count. Drew Caldwell on the mound. Didn't give you the defense uh, for first federal in that last half inning. We'll do it when they're back out on the field. Here's the windup in the pitch from Caldwell. Strike three. Got him looking. That's Jonathan Smith. Good location there on the off-speed pitch. David Hosenstab now walking into the batter's box. Yeah, it's been dueling pitchers so far tonight for first fed. Crawford has five strikeouts and only three players have reached base. For Wampler, Caldwell has two strikeouts and just two runners have reached base. A similar line so far. Pitch high and outside for First Federal. First Federal's John for David Hosenstab, the shortstop. 
second of a silver metallic helmet. Swing and a miss. Strike one, one and one the count. Kazenstab on Monday in the semifinal goes one for two. He had a two RBI single. Also reached via a walk. Kind of a game seven atmosphere here tonight. A champion will be crowned when this one's over. That is a great way to describe it. It really is. Let's win. We're finishing second place, which is still a tremendous season. Who will carry that big trophy to our left off this field tonight? We're in the second inning, we'll know by the end of the sixth inning. Pitches slow and inside. And ducking out of the way is David Hosenstab because his ball just kind of fell out. The bottom kind of fell out of the yeah, ball there. a little movement on that one there by Caldwell. Two balls, two strikes, one out, top of the or bottom of the second inning. No score. Wampler Property Management and First Federal. Pitch outside, 3-2 and two the count from Drew Caldwell. Axel Baldwin having to dive across his body, right-handed catcher, to make the grab on that one. Who's going to strike first? That is the question. Who's going to put pressure on the other team? Here's the pitch. Popped foul down the third baseline. Third baseman going over and can't make the grab. Walker Westfield with a great effort running down the third baseline into foul territory just out of the reach of his glove. He had a beat on that one from the beginning. Read it very well. Didn't get lost in the lights and made a backhand stab at it. And it was just maybe six inches away from going into his glove. Reminded me of when... uh, a different position, of course, but when Derek Jeter dove into the stands, oh. came out a little bloodied. That was one of the more famous plays he made. Swing and a miss. Ball gets away. Catcher throws it down. Axel Baldwin in time for the second out. Good play by Axel Baldwin to locate the ball quickly, and it's a strikeout 2-3 on the putout. And Baldwin... Didn't even need to rip the mask off. Sometimes you'll see catchers do that so their vision's not impeded, but he was able to find that ball right away, just a few steps behind him and a good solid throw to first. Patrick Kennedy steps in, the center fielder for first federal. Pitch just high for Drew Caldwell. If Kennedy can extend this inning, Ben Bandy will get his first at-bat of this championship game. See you, Kiwanis Little League Twin City Championship. 2017. Strike right down the middle, right down central, as Mike Shannon would say, from Drew Caldwell to Patrick Kennedy, who now has a one-and-one count with two outs in the bottom of the second inning. Kennedy on Monday, three plate appearances, but just one official at bat, and that was a single. Pitch low and outside from Drew Caldwell. Nobody on base. Looking for a one-two-three inning is Drew Caldwell with two strikeouts. One looking and a strikeout, then had ball scoot away from the catcher, so I had to fire down to first base to get the out. Pitch outside, three and one the count to Patrick Kennedy. Good eye there. Maxim Baldwin did a great job behind the dish tonight. And we're at Zon Park in Champaign. Plenty of action left in this one. Foul back here. Thought it was going to get caught in the fence again like it did the other night. That was an interesting occurrence. And then the catcher tried to climb up the fence and get it. Luckily, he thought better of it. Yeah, he was unsuccessful at that venture. Last thing you want to see is a kid climbing a fence and falling and getting hurt. Indeed. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Drew Caldwell 
We'll pitch out of the lineup. Has the ball. Stomach level in the glove. Swing and a miss. He struck out the side to end the inning. Drew Caldwell with a great second inning of work here. And we move on to the third inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. 0-0 remains our score. we got a tight one, folks. Stay with us. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us for the championship game. The CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Championship Night. First Federal, the number one overall seed, taking on Wampler Property Management, the number three seed. And we got several changes to tell you about. Looks like they're going to be a, there's going to be a pitching change, maybe. Kendall Crawford looked really good in the first two innings. We got the umpire out on the mound here, along with his coach. But looks like they're not going to make any pitching changes. We do have a change to tell you about for first federal. Trevor Platner in for Jonathan Smith in left field. And then we'll get the Wampler property management made some changes as well. We'll get those to you as well. Make sure we try to keep all those straight as much as we can, especially for the players that are way on the outfield, can't see their numbers as well. Opening up the third inning, number 10, Carlson. Nash Carlson. Leading things off, left-handed hitter. Got the knee-high socks, rocking those. Holds the bat down on the knob, rocking it, now holding the bat. Pitch high, royal blue batting helmet. Again, camp or excuse me, Wampler Property Management wearing red uniforms, black letters, and looks like Kendall Crawford has got an issue here. He's through one pitch and he's done. He's walking over to his coach, and I'm I, they're going to take a timeout here. Well, boy, that is unfortunate. If he has to exit, you got to wonder if he tweaks something in his throwing arm or what. But yeah, he immediately came off the mound and said, "Coach, I can't go anymore." He is not even. He's not favoring anything. He just walked off the mound after one pitch. It happened during the warm-ups, and they come out and talk to him. He said he was okay, and he threw one pitch to one batter, and that was going to be it. So we will have a pitching change here. Not sure. No one's coming onto the mound yet, so I'm not even sure what direction is going to uh, first federal is going to go here. I think this kind of caught everyone by surprise. So the first fed coaching staff is kind of having to call an audible to use a football term and figure out who's the next man up. Kendall Crawford looked in just sensational on the mound in those first two innings. He really did. Only gave up one hit. And only two guys reached base for Wampler Property Management. No runs came across. So we'll take a timeout here. We'll get you all the particulars because Wampler made some changes as well we did not let you know about. But Kendall Crawford, unfortunately, has had to lead this championship game. The last thing he wanted to do after just two innings on the mound. Hopefully he's all right. We find out. We'll let you know. We'll have Little League Baseball and resuming of the second inning, a third inning, coming up next here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us tonight. Top of the third inning action here for CU Kiwanis Little League Championship Night. Championship game between First Federal, the number one seed, taking on Wampler Property Management, the number three seed. Had a pitching change right after one pitch due to the fact that Kendall Crawford grabbed his, just now grabbed his elbow, coming back, and he's catching for the moment, we, we believe. He had a catching gear on, so we couldn't see his number to d- make sure that's the case. And we're not aware of any other changes. We'll try to get that figured out for you. 
to make sure we got that right as we move forward. Pitching now is Nolan Miller for First Federal. Nash Carlson steps back in with a 1-0 and count to lead things off here in the top of the third inning for Wampler, 14-3 on the season. Nolan Miller was catching. Holds the ball in a glove in front of his face. Brings it home. Swing and a miss. Nice location there by Nolan Miller in his first offering. To Nash Carlson. We were told that uh, Crawford is indeed catching. Okay. So just a straight switch there. Swing and a miss. Strike two. One and two the count. Hopefully he's going to be okay. So Crawford goes two innings, faces eight batters, no runs, one hit, five strikeouts, no walks. you got to wonder if that stat line would get better if he was kept in, but obviously safety comes first. If your body's not feeling good, you got to exit. Ball outside, two and two the count. He seems to be throwing the ball to, back to his pitcher okay, but you don't want to be throwing curveballs and change-ups and fastballs and mixing all those in if you've got an, an arm issue. He can just kind of toss it back to the pitcher. Yep, that's a very good point. Here's the windup and the pitch from Nolan Miller. Pitch on the outside corner to the left-handed hitting. Nash Carlson leading things off, the knee-high socks. The other change we want to let you know about for Wampler is Michaela Blanque is now batting eighth in place of Patriot Ortiz. Here's the pitch. Lined, and the shortstop can't get it. Gets by the shortstop. And that is a leadoff base hit. Thought maybe for just a second the shortstop was going to get there. Hence the delayed call. Just out of the reach of his glove. Right off the fat part of the bat by Carlson. Real patient in that at bat. That was pitch, I think, six or seven of the at bat. And, man, he saw a pitch he wanted and he drove it. And Nash Carlson is getting a, a... some uh, cheering section over the right field fence, and he's pumping them up, getting them rolling. There's, so we got a crowd in the right field corner here, in the left field corner, and all around us. Yeah, this crowd is phenomenal. One of the best I've seen. But he's got uh, some some kids his age, even some uh, some females out there cheering him on. Nash Carlson. <laughs> I'm sure, he likes that. Hey, I know I probably he's, did, but I was 12. He's he's giving them a. A round of applause out there. This It's great. It's, it's just so much fun. Swing and a miss. Nolan Miller. A good location here. Give that, that leadoff base hit. This is Drew Caldwell, the pitcher for Wampler. Luke Swanson. Anybody gets on Kevin Lair. Trevor Plattner in left. Patrick Kennedy in center. Ground ball off the bat. Foul. Just got a piece of it. Ben Bandy in right for first federal. On the diamond on the infield, Jacob Curcell at third, David Hosenstab at short, Josh Price at second, Mitchell Crompton at first. Nolan Miller now pitching his first inning at work. Kendall Crawford, who was the pitcher, is now catching left due to an arm injury, but he's able to still throw the ball, so hopefully he is okay and doesn't have anything serious. You never know with baseball, with pitching. Here's the pitch out of the stretch, just high, one and two the count. Nolan Miller looking for the call on that one against... Drew Caldwell. Gutsy move there by Caldwell to let that one go by with two strikes. That one, as you said, didn't miss by much. You're always taught in Little League with two strikes. you got to come up there swinging on anything close. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Foul off to the right, straight back. And Luckily, none of these kids have their fingers in the fence because that would have hurt because <laughs> that was about the level where their hands are, but they're holding on to the bar. And yeah. There are a lot of youngsters out here tonight, a lot of uh, adults as well. I saw Champaign Mayor Deb Finan out here earlier. 
supporting uh, a mainstay in Champaign-Urbana, Little League. That's Zahn Park, Champaign Fire Station, straight out in center field. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Drew Caldwell goes down swinging for out number one here in the top of the third inning. No score. Stevens Family YMCA just off to our right. Stevens Family YMCA in Larkin's place. A great facility if you haven't been out there. It's several years old. It's definitely one of the newer facilities in the community. It's on the outside corner. Luke Swanson checks his swing, but it's a strike on the corner. 0-1-1 the count to the second baseman for Wampler Property Management. Luke Swanson on the week is 1-for-4. He went 1-for-3 Monday, had a 2-RBI double, and scored a run. Not to be confused with you by alum Ron Swanson. Tim and I's favorite. There's a line drive. Second baseman got it. Throw to first in time for the double play. And a tremendous play. Luke Swanson lines out to Josh Price. He throws quickly to his first baseman, Mitchell Crompton, to double off Nash Carlson to end the inning. So no runs, one hit, no errors, none left. We go to the bottom of the third inning, still no score. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Michael Kaiser, Tim Dittman with you. Bottom of the third inning, no score. We've got a pitching change. Owen Hobbs making his first appearance on the mound in tonight's game. Drew Caldwell moving. Over to third base, and Walker Westfield looks like he's moved over to shortstop for Wampler Property Management. Yep, and that puts Kevin Lair at first base. So just uh, kind of some shuffling on the infield there. Swanson is going to stay at second as far as we can tell. And we'll get you the numbers here shortly on uh, Drew Caldwell. Both teams not messing around with pitchings tonight. They're not letting their starters go very long. Now, in the instance of first fed, Crawford left with an injury. But uh, either way, they're they're not letting those arms get tired. They want to get as many fresh arms in there as possible. 0-0 zero, zero game. They want to keep this as tight as they can. Heard it there from Jim Shepard, Ben Bandy. Leading things off, his first at bat of the night for First Federal. Owen Hobbs' his first offering. Strike one. Josh Price, the second baseman, then Nolan Miller. Anybody gets on Kendall Crawford. Strike two, and Owen Hobbs off to a great start. Two pitches, two strikes. Numbers for Caldwell. He goes two innings, faces eight batters, no runs, one hit, one walk, and four strikeouts, including striking out the side in the second inning. Here's the pitch. Ground ball. Owen Hobbs tries to make a diving play. Can't get it. Across the diamond. Walker Westfield picks it up the shortstop in time to retire Ben Bandy. 6-3. A great play. Owen Hobbs made a diving attempt to his right. Couldn't get the ball, but Walker Westfield was there to back him up at shortstop. And he throws across the diamond. Yes. A slow roller there by Bandy. It kind of hung up, and Walker Westfield got it at just the right time and was able to get it over to first and the throw beat Bandy by I think about a fraction of a step so a nice job defensively there by Westfield swing did he check his swing he did check his swing as Bruce Butler checks so 1-0 the count checks down to his first base umpire gathering of kids out there down the right field line it's growing same thing out of the left field some adults over there as well Crowd surrounding us, behind us. Ball two, two and zero. Oh the count. 
So a tremendous crowd here tonight. Yep, it's a good one, that's for sure. Pretty much a standing room only crown. The championship game. Pitch inside, low, 3-0 the count. Josh Price in control here. Earlier we told you Michaela Blanque entered the game for Wampler. It looks like she's out in right field. That's correct. And then the other sub for Wampler is Isaiah Rhodes is now batting ninth, and we can only assume he is out in left. I don't have a beat on that number. Strike, a big-time strike there. So from 3-0 and to 3-2, and Owen Hobbs comes back. But we're going to put Rhodes out in uh, left field for now. Thanks to the coaches for keeping us up to date on that. It's too far away for us to see the numbers to double-check to make sure that's correct. Strike three on the outside corner and a fist pump from Owen Hobbs as he comes off the mound to get a huge strikeout there after falling behind 3-0. and We're in the bottom of the third inning of this championship game. No score. Nolan Miller steps up here. Two of the three batters that led off, or I should say that started this ball game for first fed reach base, and since then, seven batters have been set down in a row. Some fireworks over there somewhere, potentially? We can only hope it was fireworks. A week from yesterday will be July 4th. There'll be plenty of fireworks around this time. Ball high and outside. One and over the count from Owen Hobbs to Nolan Miller, his pitching counterpart. After 9 o'clock, the winds have died down tremendously. They were gusting around 30 miles per hour throughout the day. Ground ball foul down the third baseline. Well, a nice night here at East Central Illinois. Winds still say out of the south at 19 miles per hour. I'm not sure if that's up to date. Uh, they, they've really died down. Yeah, it's much lower than that. Really, the winds are almost non-existent at this point. And really, they didn't play much of a factor in that first game. Maybe one or two fly balls that kind of hung up there and played some tricks on the outfielders. But beyond that, it was really a non-factor. From the mid-80s in the first game to 76 here. Foul ball off to the right. Out of play off the light pole and back to the sidewalk by the fence and then back behind the bleachers again. And miraculously, nobody was hit in any of that. Wow. (laughs) I'm not sure how that happened. I expected someone to be hit there. I haven't seen it off the, off the light pole too much here out on, on foul territory. Round ball down the third baseline. It's going to stay fair. That's going to be an infield hit easily as the third baseman, Drew Caldwell, had no infield chance hit. to get Nolan Miller Next at first base on the slow roller down the line. Yeah, smart move there by Caldwell to just keep that one in the glove. Miller, one of the more speedy ball players that we're going to see tonight, and he would have been in there safely even if there was a throw. Now, again, it's not that Caldwell did anything wrong. In fact, he made the exact right move. It's just a matter of the combination of the slow roller, will it go fair or foul, and then the speedy Miller. It was going to be an infield single regardless. Kendall Crawford steps, in, steps into the batter's box, the left-handed hitter. So defense again for Wampler. In the outfield, Isaiah Rhodes, Timothy Norcross, Michaela Blanque from left to right. Here's the windup and the pitcher from... Owen Hobbs, high and outside. Two outs, bottom of the third inning, no score between Wampler and First Federal. In the championship game, things are starting to tighten up a little bit. The longer this game goes scoreless. Here's Owen Hobbs, brings it home. Inside, 
2-0 the count. There is some fireworks. I don't think they're here. I think they're in a nearby house off, off the side there. Two balls. No strikes. Pitch high. 3-0. Runner at first base. Nolan Miller. Kendall Crawford. Now catching was the starting pitcher for First Federal. The left-handed hitter would love to keep this inning going and put First Federal on the board. Owen Hobbs pitches outside. Ball four. Two runners on. So Owen Hobbs retired the first two. Ground out to a shortstop. A strikeout. Caught Josh Price looking. But now Nolan Miller at second base after an infield single. Slow roller down the third base line. Kendall Crawford walked. And runners at first and second. Now we got a pinch runner. Kendall Crawford on the week has drawn three walks, which just goes to show you that you don't have to get the hits to contribute uh, to your team. He's getting on base and making things happen. Torreon Fuller, the pinch runner for Kendall Crawford. Swing and a miss. Mitchell Crompton was trying to drive that ball into right field and potentially over the fence with a hard swing there. Runners at first and second. Two outs. 0-1 count. Owen Homs holds the glove just below the chin. Ball in the glove. And the windup. Pitch is high outside. 1-1 one one the count. Crompton had an RBI double in the fourth inning on Monday night to really seal this one for First Federal. Now tonight he's up with a chance to get the scoring going. Strike. Strike two. Took something off of that one. Landed right in the strike zone. Mitchell Crompton was taking all the way. I think he was fooled a little bit by that pitch. One ball, two strike, two outs. Bottom of the third inning. Owen Hobbs would love to get out of this jam. Here's the pitch. Fouled off to the left out of play. I lost that in the darkness somewhere. Somewhere out in the ether over there. This crowd, quiet but anxious. It's a great way to describe it. Restless, I Restless. think. Here's the pitch from Owen Hobbs. Swing and a miss. He struck him out as he runs off the mound with a fist pump and a big-time strikeout there with two runners aboard to end the inning. We will now go to the fourth After inning, folks. Stay with us. Even maybe come out here and listen to us out here because it's 0-0 halfway through this game. No runs, one hit, two left, no errors. Go to the top of the fourth, 0-0. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball on DWS. Jonathan Westfield, the manager for Wampa Property Management, just kind of shook his head a little bit. I think he's a little nervous. I think he's a little uptight right now, knowing that the championship is close. 0-0 are our score here in the top of the fourth inning. And Wampler Property Management and First Federal vying for that championship here in 2017. The Twin City Championship Tournament. Here this season, we'll have some changes to get to you here in just a moment as coaches moving and shaking their rosters, trying to get, of course, everybody some time out there, but also trying to find the right combination to give their team a chance to win the championship tonight. Again, leading things off for Wampler Property Management, Kevin Lair, the shortstop. He'll be followed by Owen Hobbs, the pitcher, then Walker Westfield steps up after that. Some changes for first fed. Torreon Fuller is now batting in the nine spot in place of Ben Bandy. He's playing right field. And then a defensive switch. Trevor Plattner is now at short. David Hasenstab is now in left. So just a straight defensive switch for those two. They're still in the six and seven hole. Fouled off first pitch from 
Nolan Miller. What was the first change again? Torian Fuller is now batting ninth and playing left for First Federal. I'm sorry, right field for First Federal. Beg your pardon. Torian Fuller getting his first action in the field. Here's the pitch. Ground ball, foul. Back to the left. Torian. The batter is Kevin Lear. So we have seen all but one sub tonight. First Fed had two. Fuller and Plattner, they're both in the ball game. Wampler has three. Blanque, McCary, and Rhodes. And the only one not in the ball game at this point is McCary. So we'll likely see him later. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Down goes Kevin Lair. Was at first base and not shortstop. I had that wrong. It switched. Owen Hobbs, the pitcher. He out of a huge jam there in the bottom of the third inning with a strikeout. He was excited as he came off the mound with a fist pump. I was just about to say, he was as animated as I've ever seen a pitcher in Little League. A couple of fist pumps, and you can tell he's fired up. He wants to win this one. Nolan Miller comes set, gets the one he wants, brings it home. Swing and a miss. Bottom fell out of that one off from the outside corner. Yeah, chased it outside there. Owen Hobbs on Monday was two for three. Had a great night. Single, double, two runs, and an RBI. He's reached on a fielder's choice so far tonight. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to the second baseman. He picks it up and bobbles, throws to first. Not in time. Great hustle by Owen Hobbs. Sprinting down the first baseline. It was a slow roller to begin with to Josh Price. It popped up out of his glove, right back in his glove, and he threw it to first. Just a hair too late, and Owen Hobbs with a great hustle there to get aboard with one out here in the top of the fourth inning. And Price was also playing very deep at short. He was standing almost on, if not on, that outfield grass, so that played a factor as well. There's a line drive caught, throw back to first in time for the double play. And a line drive from Walker Westfield. Back to the pitcher, Nolan Miller, who somehow snags the baseball. That's our second line drive double play of the game. Throws over to his first base of Mitchell Crompton, and that's going to do it at the top of the fourth inning. It's over in a heartbeat. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Still no score. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser. He's Tim Dittman. Thanks for joining us tonight. Steal a couple of words from Tim earlier in our first broadcast tonight. The main event, this is the main event. Tim's main event every every Monday night is, is Monday Night Raw. The main event of that night was LeVar Ball. Oh, you know, I don't, yeah, let's just stay away from that. We'll stick to the Little League tonight. That was just, I only saw a quick clip of that. I'm sure you watched the whole thing on DVR or something. I did. Um, <laughs> You know, as a wrestling fan, you cringe at a lot of things, but that one I cringed probably twice as hard at. Yeah, I, I probably would have not watched just for that reason if I was a and wrestling fan. And a lot of, and I'm talking not in storyline here, but in real life, a lot of the upper management was not very happy with how that went. So I don't think they're going to get invited back. Probably not, and nor do they need to get invited back. Right. Leading things off, Jacob Kersell, the third baseman for First Federal, and Jonathan, or excuse me, Trevor Plattner will be up next. He's playing short. And then David Hosenstab, who's now in left field from short for first federal. Anybody gets on Patrick Kennedy. The defensive lineup now for Wampler. I'll try to get it to you. We made so many changes to get you up to date here. From left to right, Isaiah Rhodes, Timothy Norcross, Michaela Blanque. If I got that anything wrong, Tim, let me know. 
from the on the diamond left side third baseman drew caldwell shortstop walker westfield second baseman luke swanson and kevin lair over at first base owen hobbs back on the hill and Axel Baldwin, not to be confused with Axel Rose, behind. Or Alec the Baldwin. Or Alec Baldwin. That's another good one. So we'll switch his first name out. So that's the defensive lineup for Wampler Property Management. Owen Hobbs in his second inning of work, is that correct? I believe that's correct. We were talking during the break. This is a game that makes you anxious. I'm very anxious. I mean, right no now. score, bottom of the fourth. We've seen a lot of great uh, defensive plays, not a ton of offense from each side. The pitchers have done very well. And it's just kind of like building to that crescendo. You know, who's going to strike first and push one across? We'll have to see. The suspense is killing me. Jacob Curcell swings and misses at the first pitch from Owen Hobbs. Here's pitch number two. In the dirt, and he swung anyway. He could not hold up, and he's got the bat on top of his head with a hand on each end of the bat. With his frustration there, he knows he shouldn't offer to that one. Smacks the back down on home plate. Gets himself calmed back down. Stands in there, holding the bat down to the knob. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And Owen Hobbs is now dealing for Wampler Property Management. Yeah, three strikeouts. Only a couple of batters have reached base. One of them being a single, the other being a walk. Again, I feel like I'm, I'm a broken record here, but the pitching tonight on both sides has been phenomenal. I like your broken record, though, Tim. I appreciate that. Trevor Plattner swings and misses from the first pitch. From Owen Hobbs, Owen won the count. Timeout called by the manager for First Federal. And Owen Hobbs is requesting a new ball. I think the one he had was a little scuffed up. Pitchers are very particular about their baseballs. Walking back toward the right-handed batter's box is Trevor Plattner. Bruce Butler, the home plate umpire, cleans off home plate, as he's done frequently for throughout this game. Catcher Axel Baldwin looks down at his first base coach. Gives signs to Owen Hobbs. Here's the windup and the pitch on the outside corner in the dirt. But great snag there before it ever hit the ground, actually. Axel Baldwin got his glove in there before it hit the ground. Trevor Plattner was the leadoff hitter for first fed on Monday. He went 0 for 4. Coming off the bench tonight for his first at bat, looking for his first hit of the week. Strike on the outside corner. 1 and 2 the count. Owen Hobbs has got Trevor Plattner in the hole here. Bottom of the fourth, as we mentioned, still no score in this championship game. Who will win the championship? Strike three. Trevor Plattner thought it was falling inside. A curveball comes back around to get him, and Trevor Plattner goes down looking for the second straight strikeout. Actually, the third straight strikeout dating back to the third inning for Owen Hobbs, and he is just rolling out there on the mound looking really good. And Wampler Property Management and their coaching staff, which includes Jonathan Westfield, is liking what they're seeing. From Owen Hobbs, Drew Caldwell did good to start things. Owen Hobbs has continued it. Swing and a miss. David Hosenstab, the left fielder for First Federal, offered at that one, did not make contact. Owen Hobbs steps back on the pitching rubber. Gets a sign he wants. Out of the windup. Brings it home. Pop up to the right. First baseman coming over. Not going to be able to get there in time. Kevin Lair with a great effort. But still, nonetheless, two strikes. Owen Hobbs one strike away from striking out the side and putting first Federal down one, two, three here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Got plenty of fans out there and left. 
The right field contingent of Nash Carlson's fan, they have left the area. They probably moved somewhere else. But we got lots of fans behind us. Bleachers are full. People sitting in the grass, either in a chair or in the grass. As Axel Baldwin resets his hat underneath his catcher's mask. Hobbs has done a great job this inning mixing his pitches you know we've mentioned before little leaguers often work that fastball change up but he's been working the curveball in there and if you're this young and you can add that to your repertoire it'll go wonders for swing and a miss he struck him out down goes david hosenstab and owen hobbs indeed strikes out the side one two three goes first federal in the bottom of the fourth inning and folks it is still nothing nothing as we head to the fifth there's only six innings, two innings to play. Who will strike first? Who will take that championship trophy home? We'll find out soon. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us. If you're just joining us, it's the top of the fifth inning of the championship game. CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, the Twin City Championship. The champion will be crowned tonight. Who will it be? Wampler Property Management, 14-3 on the season. The number three overall seed in these playoffs. First Federal, the number one overall seed in these playoffs. Sometimes the best team doesn't always win. Sometimes it's just whoever gets hot in the postseason. First Fed has had a couple of convincing wins in the postseason, 9-1 and 4-1. Wampler, for that matter, has had convincing wins too, 12-7 and 7-2. Here's the windup and the pitch from Nolan Miller. Strike on the outside corner to the leadoff hitter, Axel Baldwin. Be followed by Timothy Norcross and Michaela Blanque. Anybody gets on, Isaiah Rhodes. Holds the glove in front of his face, does Nolan Miller. Brings it down a little. Now the windup and the pitch. Swing and a miss. Got a foul tip. Right into the catcher's mitt. Two strikes. No balls. Two strikes. Here in the top of the fifth inning. Nolan Miller shakes off his catcher a couple of times, then says yes to that pitch. Strike three, and Nolan Miller knows what he wants. Shook off his catcher a couple of times, and the pitch he wanted caught his hitter looking Axel Baldwin with a backwards K. Timothy Norcross will come in now. Painted the inside corner on that one. Nice job by Miller. So Norcross, the second at bat of the game. You can imagine very few at-bats for each player in this game with the way the pitching has been for both sides. Strike right down central from Nolan Miller. Timothy Norcross reached in the second inning, hit by pitch. He was sandwiched around three other strikeouts. Two strikeouts and he was hit by pitch and the last guy struck out. Here's the windup and the pitch. Line foul off the top of the fence to the right. Wampler Property Management has not reached second base in this game. They've been on first base four times, but they have not reached second base. They have not threatened. First Federal on the other end has threatened. They've had one guy at sec- two guys at second base. Here's the windup in the pitch from Miller. Ground ball foul down the third baseline. Way foul. Not even anywhere near the line. Nolan Miller... No balls. Two strikes. One out. Top of the fifth inning to Timothy Norcross, the center fielder. The defense for first federal. David Hosenstab in left. Patrick Kennedy in center. Torian, Torian Fuller, Fuller in right. We'll get to the infield defense here in just a moment. 
Here's the pitch from Nolan Miller. Strike right down central, striking out Timothy Norcross. Caught him looking. The second straight backwards K here in the top of the fifth inning. Fourth strikeout of the night for Miller. Michaela Blanque, the right fielder, off the bench tonight, steps in. Her first at bat of the game. Nobody on. Two outs. Top of the fifth. Ground ball foul. Got a piece of that one. Nolan Miller has been in control since he came in after one pitch in the top of the third inning when Kendall Crawford left what looks to appear to be an arm injury, but he's been catching ever since. A smart, safe move to get him out of the uh, off the pitcher's mound. The different kind of pitches you got to throw. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. An off-speed pitch, a changeup. From Nolan Miller gets Michaela Blanque down on the hole, down on the count in the hole. 0-2. Blanque is swinging a very long bat, longer than uh, some of the others I've seen tonight. That's going to benefit her if uh, Miller tries to paint that outside corner. Swing and a miss. He struck her out. One, two, three goes Wampler Property Management. She or he struck out the side. That's a second straight half inning. The side has been struck out. Wampler did it to First Federal. First Federal's now done it to Wampler. No runs, no hits, none left. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Still 0-0. Stay with us. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us tonight in the second game of our doubleheader. Third place. Game was earlier this evening. That went to the Plumbers and Pipefitters. They defeated Campus Sportswear to claim the third place trophy. We're in the championship game now. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. First Federal, the number one seed, has not scored. Wampler Property Management, the number three seed, has not scored. We are down. There's only six innings in Little League Baseball, so we're down to our last inning or so of this one. We'll see if First Federal can score and then get Wampler out. This one will be over. Will we have a walk-off situation for the championship? What an exciting moment that would be. Bruce Butler cleans off home plate once again. Now they, I'm just going to say they will go into extras, but obviously you have curfew to contend with. So if this gets into a game where we go seven, eight, nine innings, it is possible that they might resume it on another day. Will the mayor pardon them for being out past curfew? (laughs) I don't know. She was here earlier. I don't see her in the crowd right now, but... We'll, uh, We've also got a retired police officer who's one of the coaches. I don't know what authority he has over that in retirement, but anyway, it was the rules. Not, no one's going to get in trouble. We'll just swing and a miss. Strike two. Oh, and two the count. Everyone's going to follow. You know, do things by the book. And if we got to come back tomorrow, we'll come back tomorrow. Patrick Kennedy leading things off in the hole. Oh, and two. Followed by Torian Fuller, the right fielder, then Josh Price, the second baseman. Kennedy plays in center for First Federal. Fouled off the umpire's face mask with well, the catcher. I got the catcher's got face mask. Got the catcher's mask. face mask really hard off his face mask, and he appears to be okay. But Owen Hobbs continues to throw strikes like he's done ever since he came in in the third inning. Lots of strikeouts. Had two strikeouts in the third inning and struck out the side in the fourth. So five strikeouts for Owen Hobbs. Popped up, foul to the right side and just out of the reach of Kevin Lair right near the entrance to the dugout for Wampler Property Management. We'll do it again, 0-2 to Patrick Kennedy. Good job by Kennedy to protect the plate with two strikes. He's 0-1 for 1 in this ball game, looking to maybe get something going here in the bottom of the fifth for the home team. 
Owen Hobbs gets the sign he wants, brings it home, throws that one on the outside, gets away from the catcher. No harm, though, because there's nobody on base. Yeah, Hobbs kind of shaking his head there as if to say, I know that one got away from me. Bottom of the fifth inning, 0-0. CU Kiwanis Little League Twin, Twin City Championship game here in 2017. Ball just off the plate, gets away from the catcher, but still just off the corner. Ball two, two balls, two strikes. It's the leadoff hitter, Patrick Kennedy. As Tim mentions, over one tonight. Struck out in the second inning, did Patrick Kennedy. Owen Homs from the windup. Swing and a miss. Pitch down and in. Struck him out. For the first out to the first batter here in the bottom of the fifth inning. That'll bring up Torian Fuller. Number three, Torian Fuller. Fuller, 0 for 1. Actually, this is his first at bat. Ben Bandy hit in the third inning, so this is Fuller's first at bat. Here's the pitch inside, ducking out of the way is Fuller, the right fielder. The defensive players once again for Wampler. In case you're just joining us, Isaiah Rhodes in left, Timothy Norcross in right, Michaela Blanque, Timothy Norcross in center, Michaela Blanque in right, Drew Caldwell at third, Walker Westfield at short. Strike on the inside corner to Torian Fuller. Luke Swanson at second base, Kevin Lair at first. As we mentioned, Owen Hobbs on the mound and Axel Baldwin, the catcher for Wampler Property Management. Trying to keep this 0-0. Can Owen Hobbs do it? One out, bottom of the fifth. 1-1 one, one count. Swing and a miss on a pitch down and away. Good location there by Owen Hobbs. Fuller could not hold up. Fuller went 0-for-1 on Monday, reached via a walk as well. He was the starting right fielder on Monday, coming off the bench tonight. So 1-2 and two the count. Here comes Hobbs. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And that is his sixth consecutive strikeout. Owen Hobbs has been incredible on the mound tonight. Pitched well in relief the other night as as well. But pitching even better here tonight. In relief of Drew Caldwell, who pitched two innings. Fouled off the catcher's mass. Batter is Josh Price. Price, 0 for 2. Ground out to short in the first. Struck out looking in the third. We're now in the bottom of the fifth. He has an 0-1 count with two outs. Who is going to score first? We're late in the game. You only play six innings in Little League Baseball, but who will score first? Here's the pitch to Price. Swing and a miss. Strike two. And right now, first federal Tim has no answer for Owen Hobbs. His last three and two-thirds of innings. Now they're getting good swings up there, but Hobbs is just bringing the heat. Two and two-thirds innings, excuse me. Line drive to the third baseman, bounces in front of him, picks it up, and throws not in time. And that is a hit for Josh Price, an infield single, a pop-up to the third baseman. By the time he was able to come in and get it and hit the ground, and had no chance to throw out Josh Price. Good hustle by Drew Caldwell, but still no play there. So one runner on now for Owen Hobbs as he tries to keep this a 0-0 game. Nolan Miller... Two for two tonight. A single in the first, an infield single in the second and the third. Yeah, in a game where there hasn't been much offense, Miller has really shined going two for two. Line drive through the hole between short and third. The second, the left fielder gets it in in a hurry to the shortstop. Walker Westfield, and now two runners aboard. A two-out rally underway for first Federal. If they can score here, they would take the lead. 
It'd be the first run of the game, and they would only need three outs for the championship. And that was big out there in left field for Rhodes. He played that one on a run. If that would have got through his legs, it would have been a surefire run for First Federal. So a routine play out there for Rhodes, but a very critical one nonetheless. And now a big scoring opportunity here for First Fed. Thankfully for Hobbs on the mound, all he has to do is worry about that batter with two outs. Crowd starting to liven up once again with two aboard here in the bottom of the fifth. Swing and a miss on the outside corner, Owen Hobbs. Good location there. Yeah, this would be something if Kendall Crawford plates the potentially winning run after having to exit earlier due to an injury. Talk about a triumphant return if it happens. Here's the pitch from Owen Hobbs. Strike on the inside corner. Two pitches, two strikes to Kendall Crawford, the left-handed hitting catcher who initially started this game as Tim Mitchin on the mound. No balls, two strikes, two outs. The windup in the pitch from Hobbs on the outside corner. Good stab there to get that by Baldwin. Advance, uh, prevents excuse me, the runners from advancing to two in scoring position instead of right now just one in scoring position. An infield single with two outs by Josh Price. He's now down at second base. Then a base hit between short and third by Nolan Miller. He's at first. Here's the pitch on the outside corner, just off the outside corner, I should say. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Deuce is wild here. Nolan Miller, or excuse me, Kendall Crawford steps back into the batter's box. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to the first baseman. Fields it cleanly and steps on the bag to retire the side. The one or the three unassisted to end the fifth inning and end the threat. Owen Hobbs had two outs, nobody on. Got into some trouble but found his way out of it. We go to the sixth inning. Still no score. So no runs, two hits, no errors, two left. 0-0. What's going to happen? Stay with us. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser. He's Tim Dittman. We have reached the sixth inning of a scoreless championship game in CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball. Which team will strike first? Wampler Property Management due up here in the top of the sixth inning. First Federal will will get one more chance in the bottom of the sixth inning. We'll see what happens here. We could go extra innings. We have a, a change in the lineup. Leading things off here will be Isaiah Rhodes, the left fielder for Wampler Property Management. Then Drew Caldwell, the original starting pitcher, but now on third base. Luke Swanson due up third. Still on the mound, Nolan Miller. You can hear the kids off cheering in the background. This atmosphere is changing once again. Pop-up foul. And he is down. Isaiah Rhodes is down. He swung the bat. It may have hit him in the hand when he swung the bat. I'm not exactly sure. He's holding his left hand. And I think the pitch hit him as he swung. So he's probably going to have to leave this game. We'll see what he does here. You know he wants to stay in the batter's box. His manager, Jonathan Westfield, and his other coach comes over to him in a hurry. He's trying to see if he can squeeze his hands. He can but he's holding that wrist. Get some nice applause from first federal players and they both sets of fans here. Good show of sportsmanship as you definitely see at a frequent basis at this level. And now the first fed coach is going to come out to get a clarification here on whether that's a hit by pitch or what. 
It would be a foul ball. But if you swing the bat, it is a foul ball. Right. And so he is not going to leave this game. He is going to be okay, apparently. Jonathan Westfield, his manager, talking to him to make sure he's okay and that he can stay in there because if he's not, he's going to have to come out and let someone else come in there. True grit. That's what that is. He's a ball player, man. Championship heart there from Isaiah Rhodes for Wampler Property Management. We'll get started here again. 0-1-1 the count. Nolan Miller holds the glove in front of his face, almost kind of a Greg Maddox style. Brings it home. Pitch in the dirt. Good eye from Isaiah Rhodes. The defense for First Federal. David Hosenstab in left. Patrick Kennedy in center. Torian Fuller in right. In the infield, Jacob Purcell at third. Trevor Plattner at short. Joseph Joe, Josh Price at second. Strike two. One and two the count. To Isaiah Rhodes. Mitchell Crompton at first base. Of course, Nolan Miller on the mound. And his battery mate, Kendall Crawford, the original starting pitcher here tonight. Gets the sign he wants. Nods yes to his catcher. The windup brings it home, and offering at it is Isaiah Rhodes, and he strikes out. Could not hold up. He tried to, but good effort there after getting hit in the hand or the wrist as he swung on the very first pitch. Now Drew Caldwell stepping in. Struck out looking in the first. Struck out swinging in the third. He's due to make contact here. Can Caldwell get going? Want to let you know as well, Sathias McCary is now batting eighth for Wampler. So the final sub of the night gets in. Nolan Miller gets the sign he wants. Brings it home. Strike. One out. Top of the sixth. No score between Wampler Property Management, the third seed, and first federal the number one overall seed in this CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. Nolan Miller nods yes to his catcher. The windup brings it home. Swing and a miss out in front was Drew Caldwell, the third baseman. Yep, good swing there, but it fooled him out in front, as you said. It's going to be heartbreak city for whichever team loses tonight with his score still knotted up at zero. Feel for, feel for whoever that team is, but a great game and a great season for both of these teams. One of them, it will culminate with the championship. Swing and a miss. Nolan Miller dealing as well. Like his counterpart, Owen Hobbs. Luke Swanson will step in. Luke Swanson struck out on the first looking. Lined out to second in the third. Seven strikeouts on the night for Miller. That line out in the third inning led to a double plays. Double plays, Isaiah, or Nash Carlson was doubled off of first on a line drive. Here's the pitch from Miller. Strike on the outside corner. Luke Swanson kind of ducked down and held the bat back, was hoping for a ball. He's now down on the count, 0-1. Pitching staffs tonight have combined 23 strikeouts. An incredible pitching performance by Drew Caldwell, Owen Hobbs, Kendall Crawford, and Nolan Miller. Strike two. Bottom of the strike zone, still a strike, no balls. Two strikes, two outs, top of the sixth inning, no score. First Federal, they can get out of this. We'll have a chance to win the championship in walk-off fashion. Nolan Miller nods yes to his catcher. The windup and the pitch, ground ball foul down the first baseline. We'll do it again. Luke Swanson trying to stay alive. Nolan Miller. Came on in relief after one pitch in the third inning. 
after Kendall Crawford left with what appeared to be an arm injury, but he's catching now. Been catching ever since. Nolan Miller, the glove back in front of his face, nods a couple of times to his catcher, now nods yes, brings it home, and a foul tip into the catcher's mitt, and he catches it, and that's going to do it for the top of the sixth inning. So a foul out right into the catcher's mitt on the strikeout. And we'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. First Federal zero, Wampler Property Management zero. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for sticking with us tonight. 0-0 our score in the championship game of the 2017 CU Kiwanis Little League Championship this has just been a great, great game. Manager of Wampler Property Management just walked by the three seed. He said, you all right? And he goes, I'm here. <laughs> He's That's about all you can say. I mean, you're flying by the seat of your pants at this point. We were talking during the break. You know, I've only been doing these games six years. There may be other people in the crowd who might know this, but I can't think of another time where the championship game went 0-0 into the bottom of the six. And, again, you play six in Little League, so a walk-off uh, run – or a run here would be a walk-off. They will go to extras, but if first fed plates won, the game is over. I have been doing this about six years or so myself, and I have not, six or seven years, and I have not seen a 0-0 game into the last half inning of the championship. I mean, we've seen games. We had a game this year that I think one team scored 20 runs. I mean, we've had games that have been 20-3, to but never 0-0 to bottom of the sixth. Leading things off, the first baseman, Mitchell Crompton. Jacob Kersell, the third baseman. Trevor Plattner, the shortstop. Anybody gets on, David Hosenstab. Owen Hobbs back out on the mound. Strike. Gets things started in great fashion for Wampler Property Management. Owen Hobbs came on in the third inning. He has been on a roll. At one point had struck out six consecutive batters. Swing and a miss. Strike two, 0 and 2 the count before he got into a little bit of trouble. Give up two hits in the bottom of the fifth with two outs. Nearly a two-out rally for first federal. But then a ground out to end the threat. Can Owen Hobbs shut the door once again? Swing and a miss. Mitchell Crompton goes fishing for that one on the outside corner. Does the left-handed hitter. And he goes down. With a strikeout for the first out here in the bottom of the sixth, Jacob Kersell. Can he be the hero? A ball over the fence to the fans in left, or the fans down the right field line, and we will have a celebration. That's about, or he can have an inside the park home run. That's about the only way he could end this game himself. One out, nobody on. Swing and a miss on a speed pitch. Bottom fell out of that one. Want to let you know for Wampler, Nash Carlson has re-entered the game in the nine hole, and we can only assume he's out and left. That was his original position. Owen Hobbs, the windup and the pitch, swing and a miss. Jacob Kersell offered that one. Good, really good location by Owen Hobbs. Bottom fell out of that one. Away from the hitter. That's what you want to see. Owen Hobbs brings it home. Strike three. Caught him looking. And Owen Hobbs. Two batters. Two strikeouts. One swinging. One looking. Trevor Plattner, the shortstop. Checks in. Right-handed hitter. 
Holds the bat just above the knob. No batting gloves. Matt Carpenter style, but he's a left-handed hitter. Is Matt Carpenter. This is a right-handed hitter. Foul down the left field line, way out of play, just above the dugout. He turned on that one. That one might have been extra bases if he was just a little more tardy on the swing. But a good cut nonetheless for the little guy. Out in front there. Struck out looking in the second and the fourth. Here's the pitch from Hobbs. In the dirt, ball one, one and one the count. One ball, one strike, two outs, bottom of the sixth inning. 0-0 our score in this championship game, CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball. Swing and a miss. Falling down is Trevor Plattner, two strikes. He wanted that one badly. That one was almost in Savoy. It was so outside, but Plattner was not going to be denied on that one. He wanted to drive it. Trevor Plattner maybe got a little bit desperate there. You can't blame him with no runs in this game. In the bottom of the sixth inning, are we headed for extra innings? One strike away from that happening. Owen Hobbs, the windup, swing and a miss. He struck out the side once again. That's the second time he has struck out the side. And Owen Hobbs with a tremendous performance on the mound tonight, coming in relief in the third inning. We go to the seventh inning of a scoreless championship game. Folks, don't go anywhere. This is going to be an exciting finish. Some team is going to potentially walk off with a hit, or Wampler could take the lead in the top half of the of the inning. This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser, Tim Dittman with me as well. Top of the seventh inning, extra innings. 0-0 our score in the championship game between First Federal, the number one overall seed, and the number three overall seed, Wampler Property Management. Who will strike first? Wampler Property Management has yet to reach second base so far in this game. They would need to do that, obviously, if they want to win the championship here tonight. Nolan Miller on the hill once again. Brings it home. Strike on the outside corner. To the leadoff hitter, Kevin Lair. Be followed by Owen Hobbs. And then Walker Westfield. Anybody gets on, Axel Baldwin. Here's the windup and the pitch from Nolan Miller. Fouled off to the right. Just over the fence, over the dugout. Michael, you are not going to believe this. I went and talked to Gio Pulliam, who's one of the league administrators, and I asked him, what's our cutoff time? He said midnight. We're going to be here a while. The CU Kiwanis Little League rule is if it's tied in extra innings, they can go to midnight. All right, then. We're going to we're gonna be here for a while the way this game is going, and we're just fine with that because this is exciting. High and outside, one and two the count. I mean, I'm anxious. I'm nervous for both of these teams, and I don't know any kid on either team or any parent I know Jonathan Westfield, the manager, but that's just from a you know previous working experience. Sure. Otherwise, I wouldn't know any of these people tonight. Pitches inside and low, two and two, the count. Nolan Miller, glove in front of his face, shakes off his catcher once again. He's had success doing that tonight. Agrees with the pitch, finally brings it home. Pitch outside, just off the plate. Nolan Miller wanted that one, did not get the call. Three balls, two strikes. Nobody out here in the top of the seventh inning. Kevin Laird, the first baseman. Pop up, straight back. Owen Hobbs, he's been a 
The machine, a monster on the mound tonight after Drew Caldwell had threw two good innings as well. Nolan Miller doing the same thing in relief of Kendall Crawford. Pitch is high, ball four, and a leadoff walk to Kevin Lair. That is the first base runner for Wampler Property Management since the fourth inning. Stepping up, Owen Hobbs. Owen Hobbs tonight grounded into a fielder's choice, a force out at second base, so he was 0 for 1 there. And then he had a base hit in the fourth inning, but then was doubled off of first base on a line drive back to the pitcher from Walker Westfield. Now pitching out of the stretch is Nolan Miller. Pitch outside corner. Looked like it was off the plate, but it's a strike, and people in the background do not like that call. No balls. One strike. A one won the count. Kevin Lair down at first base. He'd love to mow around the bases. Here's the pitch. Ground ball foul down the third baseline. Again, we're in extra innings. There's only six innings in Little League Baseball here in the CU Kiwanis Little League. If Wampler can push one across here, it'll be the first run of the game for either team. And then First Federal will have one more crack at it, being the home team of the number one overall seed. Wampler Property Management, 14-3 on the season. Nolan Miller pitching out of the stretch. Brings it home. Swing and a miss. Straight gas and just blew it right by him. Powerful fastball there from Nolan Miller. You could hear it hit the catcher's mitt. Combined 28 strikeouts for both uh, squads tonight. That is an incredible amount. Really great pitching. Both teams with really good control as well. Not that many walks. We've had some walks, but very few. Walker Westfield. With one out now. A strikeout. He'll come in. Swing and a miss. Over at first base, Kevin Lair walked. Owen Hobbs struck out by his counterpart, Nolan Miller. Both of them entered this game in the third inning as pitchers. They're both still on the mound. Will Owen Hobbs pitch the bottom of the seventh? Strike right down central, and Walker Westfield grimaces on that one because he knows that was a pitch he could probably hit. Westfield 0 for 2 tonight, looking for his first hit in a big way. If he gets one all the way out to the fence, could plate the first run. You never know. He lined out to Nolan Miller back in the fourth. That led to that double play in the lineup. Here's the pitch. Pop up back here. He is kind of frustrated with himself. He knows he missed another opportunity there. Looks down at his dad. Yeah, getting a little bit of advice there. I think his dad was maybe telling him to inch in, maybe crowd the plate a little bit. Right-handed hitter, Walker Westfield. Steps into the batter's box, holds it just above the knob. Black batting helmet, gray pants. Lined into the, the second baseman. Our shortstop, it gets by the shortstop and over to third. Oh, no. Made a play at second base, and he is back in safely. Wow. Kevin Lair rounded second base as the ball was kind of a pop-up and then rolled past the shortstop, Trevor Plattner, and diving back into the bag, Kevin Lair averted a disaster for Wampler Property Management, who is now in business with runners at first and second on the infield single from Walker Westfield. Yeah, that's one of those once-in-a-lifetime plays where the little humpback liner and it hit the bag and that threw the defense off and then like you said Kevin Lair 
think he might have been able to make it to third, but he did the smart thing, got back, and he barely got back in time. That could have been disaster for Wampler. Swing and a miss. Axel Baldwin, the catcher for Wampler Property Management, swings at the offering from Nolan Miller. Nolan Miller only with one out. Wampler has their first runner at second base of the entire game here in the top of the seventh inning. Nolan Miller likes the pitch, called by his catcher, brings it home, pitch is high, fastball. Nolan Miller's been very selective with his pitches tonight, has shaken off his catcher several times. Pitching out of the stretch with runners on base. Holds it. There's the pitch, swing and a miss, strike two, one and two the count, and that is thunder. Heater. That is thunder I'm hearing. Uh, I was referring to the pitch as no. a heater, but you're right. I am hearing thunder. Okay. We do have a chance for some late evening rain tonight. Let's hope it stays away. We do not have it. Don't need that for sure. That's right. Here's the pitch. Pitch is outside. Two and two the count. We'll check the radar in here a moment as Kevin Laird dancing down at second base, flirting with potential disaster there. Molly Hatchet style, right? Flirting with disaster. It's like the storms are nowhere near here at the moment if the radar is up to date on my phone. Ball gets away. Runners will advance to second and third. Kevin Laren to third. And Walker Westfield down to second base. Three balls, two strikes, and only one out. And Wampler Property Management just one base away from taking the lead here in the top half of the seventh inning. High stakes right now, my man, high stakes. High stakes indeed. What a turn of events. You can hear the crowd ratcheting it up here for both sides. Nolan Miller has been tremendous on the mound tonight. Can he get a strikeout here? It would be huge. One out, though. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Down goes Axel Baldwin to keep the game scoreless. Big second out there for Miller. All he has to do now is worry about the batter. Don't have to worry about those two runners in scoring position. What a game it's been. That's all you can say. What a game. What a game. Where's Gus Johnson when he did? What a game. What a game. So now Nolan Miller can ignore the base runners. And that's not thunder. I think that's fireworks way off somewhere in town here. I feel a little bit better about that. The only thing that might score a run now if he is could be a wild pitch or a hit, an error. But there are two outs. Ball one in the dirt to Timothy Norcross. Hit by pitch in the second, struck out looking in the fifth. Wampler property management runners at second and third. That's Kevin Lair down at third. Walker Westfield down at second. He got the infield hit. Here's the pitch out of the stretch. Strike right down the middle. One and one the count. Nolan Miller gets the glove right at his armpit level. Shakes off the catcher, then likes the pitch. Brings it home. Fouled off to the right. He tucks that glove kind of right near the armpit area. and then Very very distinct style. He's very deliberate and very consistent is Nolan Miller. And he brings it in front of his face with the ball in the glove. There he is again with the ball in his armpit. Waits for his catcher to get the sign from his dugout. Taking some deep breaths, too. 
Nods off the catcher a couple times. Still shaking out the catcher. Then nods, yes. Brings it in front of his chest. Fouled off to the right. Out of play. Way out of play to the right. Good cut there by Norcross. Just didn't quite get it. Solid contact on the fat part of the back. One ball. Two strikes. Two outs. Top of the seventh. It's still 0-0. But runners at second and third for Wampler Property Management. Can Timothy Norcross come through? Nolan Miller shakes off his catcher once again. Comes set from the stretch. He brings it home. Pitch in the dirt and outside. Ball gets away and Kevin Lair nearly danced off a third base too far. I don't think he knew exactly where the baseball was. Yeah, nice job by Crawford to block that one, and a nice job as well to make the decision to not try to throw down the third. The last thing you want is a wild throw and have that run come in to score. It might even lead to two runs if something like that were to take place. A wild pitch, the pass ball could also lead to a run. Nolan Miller likes that sign. Nods yes, brings it in front of his chest. Ball, hand in the glove. Ground ball to the first base. It gets through his glove. And that's going to bring in two runs. Kevin Lair comes around to score. There's one run, and there's two runs. Walker Westfield scores. And campus, or it's Wampler Property Management leads first federal two to nothing here in the top of the seventh inning. What a huge base hit. It got right through the first baseman, Mitchell Crompton. Was not able to keep the ball in front of him, unfortunately for First Federal. And Nolan Miller, he could see the heartbreak on his face. But they still will have one more chance. Yeah, the silver lining for First Fed is that the game is not over. There you have a chance to tie it and keep it going or win it in walk-off fashion in the bottom of the seventh. But, boy, just a heartbreaker there. That looked to be the third out of the inning and it just squirted through Crompton's legs just unfortunate is all you can say two run single he's over at first base still two outs Nolan Miller ball high and inside Wampler property management the third seed first federal the number one seed Nolan Miller allowed a base runner past first base for the first time in this game for Wampler and it cost him two runs Runners advance to second and third on a pass ball, and then a base hit that got by the first baseman by Timothy Norcross, who comes through. Now, Wampler would like to add some insurance runs. Absolutely. Nolan Miller comes set. He brings it home. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Two and one the count. Wampler Property Management on top, two to nothing. Top of the seventh inning. We are in extra innings. The Wampler side is fired up as you can imagine. They're smelling that championship now, only three outs away from it. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nolan Miller doing a good job of settling down here after having the heartbreaking hitter right here before. With Timothy Norcross's base hit. Sathias McCary in the batter's box. Got the camouflage under armor on, looking sharp. It's his first at bat of the game. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, top of the seventh. Wampler leading first federal, two to nothing. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Sathias McCary goes down swinging, but not before Wampler property management finally strikes. Can they get three outs and win the championship? CU Kiwanis Little League title is on the line. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. 
This is Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser. He's Tim Dibbin. Thanks for sticking with us in this late hour past 10 o'clock. We're in extra innings, bottom of the seventh. Wampler Property Management came into this championship game of CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball as the third seed. First Federal, the number one seed. Wanted to be crowned champions and have the top seed win the championship. They now need two runs to tie, three runs to take the lead. On the mound, once again, Owen Hobbs, who's been in there since the third inning. Owen Hobbs, can he shut the door one more time and clinch the championship for Wampler? Out of the windup, here's the pitch. Pitch high, just off the plate. 1-0 the count. So two hits in that last half inning for Wampler Property Management. Left one on base. Ball strike. And the second baseman for Wampler Property Management, Luke Swanson. He's about to jump out of his shoes. <laughs> I think he might have on that on the strike. He's right? excited. He he wants to get that trophy. He wants that trophy, and it's right here. I, I don't know if we're getting tackled or not on the way to the trophy or not. We might want to move. Good. Tim Dittman has saved the day with my scorecard. The wind picked it up and about blew it away. And Tim's left-handed. He's left-handed and caught it, snagged it like a line drive. He should be out there playing defense. That's probably not a good idea. Swing and a miss. Strike two, or strike three, excuse me. Owen Hobbs strikes out the first batter he sees. That was David Hosenstab. Now Patrick Kennedy steps in. If he if, if he can get on, Ben Bandy will bat regardless. Or Torian Fuller, excuse me, who came in for Ben Bandy. Anybody gets on Josh Price. So David Hosenstab just struck out. Patrick Kennedy, the Torian Fuller. That's strike one. Owen won the count. The first baseman, Kevin Lair, hopping around over there for Wampler Property Management. They got an extra pep in their step. They've been here all night, man. Some of them have been here since 6 or 7 o'clock. They want this victory. Ball in the dirt. Squibbles away from his catcher, Axel Baldwin. Axel Baldwin. Gets the ball back to the umpire who gave a new ball to the pitcher, Owen Hobbs, who came in on relief in the third inning for Drew Caldwell, who pitched two solid innings. Pitch is high. Two and one the count. Owen Hobbs has been tremendous tonight on the mound. At one point struck out six straight batters. as two innings where he struck out the side in one, two, three fashion. Strike two. Two and two the count. Ball gets away from Baldwin. The hitter ducked out of the way. Patrick Kennedy just a little bit, but it was a curveball and curved right over the plate. Two balls, two strikes, one out. First Federal down to their final two outs, down 2 nothing in the bottom of the seventh. Nobody on. Swing and a miss. Patrick Kennedy goes down swinging, and Owen Hobbs and Wampler Property Management is one out away, or one out away from a championship. 12 strikeouts on the night for Owen Hobbs. He has been scintillating. Owen Hobbs out of the windup. Brings it home. Ball high. Two outs, nobody on. Bottom of the seventh inning. Wampler got their two runs in the top half of this inning. Extra innings in Little League Baseball. This is the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Championship game. Here's the pitch. High and inside, 2-0 the count from Owen Hobbs. Kind of shrugs his shoulders a little bit, kind of shakes him a little bit to loosen up. Yeah, you got to stay loose in a situation like this. He's trying not to get too tight. 
Jonathan Westfield, the manager for Wampler Property Management. Strike one, two and one the count. First Federal down to their final two strikes. Can they get a rally going? They have not advanced the runner past second base all night long. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Two balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Wampler Property Management one strike away from the championship. Owen Hobbs gets the sign he wants. He brings it home. Pitch inside. Bruce Butler. Was it a ball? Ducking back out of the way. Torian Fuller for first federal. Torian Fuller shuts back in there. Holds the bat down to the knob. Here's the pitch. Strike three. Caught him looking. And that's going to do it. And the celebration is on here at Zod Park in Champaign. Wampler Property Management has won the championship 2 to nothing over first federal. As the mob and the diamond fans are running onto the field from right field as well. But Owen Homs with a tremendous outing tonight. He struck out the side there in the bottom of the seventh inning, the third inning that he was able to do that to clinch the championship for Wampler Property Management, the third seed. The trophy is theirs. What a tremendous game, Tim Dimon. Wow, is all you can say. I mean, these two teams battled, and it was a pitcher's duel for pretty much all of this ball game. And that's not to say that there were some bad cuts taken at the plate, but just really neither team could string any hits together. And it turned out to be an unfortunate error in the field for first fed that led to those two runs scoring by Wampler. Not to take anything away from Wampler. They certainly showed a lot of might late in this ball game. But, uh, wow, what, what a game. What an end of the season. Uh, you can't draw up a script like this. Just an unbelievable night. We could have been going to the eighth inning. But that ball got by the first baseman. And first Federer can see the disappointment on their faces as, the, as both teams come out to the field to shake hands. And some sadness there for first Federal, but a tremendous 2017 season in the Little League Baseball for first Federal. But Wampler Property Management is your champion as the teams continue to shake hands, including with the umpires. Geo Pulliam, who helps run CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, brings the huge trophy out, sets it on home plate. We will take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll wrap this one up. Thanks for sticking with us into extra innings. Once again, your final score, the champions, Wampler Property Management 2. First Federal finishes in second place. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. Thanks for sticking with us tonight through a thrilling championship game here at Zahn Park in Champaign. Two to nothing was our final. Wampler Property Management won the championship. Wampler, the number three seed, won the championship over the number one seed. First Federal scored two runs in the top of the seventh inning. Extra innings. This is six innings in CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, but Wampler Property Management scored two in the top of the seventh inning. A, a ball that got by the first baseman, a base hit, was allowed to score the two runs for Wampler Property Management. That runner's at second and third and two outs. Looked like it was going to be the third out, but it got by the first baseman, and two runs came around to score. Those two runs that scored for Wampler Property Management in the seventh inning, Walker Westfield, the son of the coach, Jonathan Westfield, the manager, Kevin Lair scored the first one run. Walker Westfield, who had an infield hit, scored the second run for Wampler Property Management, who proved a 15-3, and finishes the season at 15-3 and for that championship. Torian Fuller, Fuller struck out to end the game, caught looking. 
and just a tremendous performance on the mound by Owen Hobbs tonight. Owen Hobbs came in relief in the third inning for Wampa Property Management. The starting pitcher was Drew Caldwell, who pitched two innings, pitched pretty well. Wampa Property Management did not get a runner to second base. Let me say that again. They did not get a runner to second base until the seventh inning. And they pushed through. They got a runner to second base. It was first and second. Then they got to second and third on a wild pitch. And then the hit drove in those two runs. So just a tremendous performance. But we cannot go without saying with with um, First Federal, Tim Dip, my colleague, Joni Vack, is waiting for a couple of players from Wampa Property Management. We'll get Owen Hobbs, Timothy Norcross. But this the starting pitching for... First Federal was just as incredible, Tim. No, it really was. you got to give credit to First Fed. I mean, they they, pray, they played about as perfect of a ball game as you would want. Just, you know, an unfortunate error and an unfortunate time. But their pitching was outstanding. And um, I believe in relief for First Fed, it was Nolan Miller. And I think he had somewhere in the range of 11, 12 strikeouts. You might have already said that. I, I just came back to the booth. But it just goes to underscore... You know, what a great game uh, that first Fed had on the mound. And just unfortunately, they, they couldn't string the hits together. Uh, that's not to say they weren't up there getting good swings and taking good cuts, but they just couldn't string the hits together. And, and again, that just that unfortunate error at, at third to allow those two runs to score. But I don't, I don't think first Fed has anything to hang their head about tonight. I mean, number one seed, they, they played a great season. They made it all the way to the championship game. Uh, I think they can rest easy tonight. Yeah, the uh, 11 Ks, as Tim mentioned, for Nolan Miller, 33 combined Ks between the two teams, and that's just incredible. Not that many walks. It's really great control by both teams. Yeah, it really is, and we were talking earlier that you know you don't often see a nothing-nothing game going into extra innings in Little League, especially in the high-stakes uh, you know area like this in the championship game. And you could say the same thing about the 33 Ks. I mean, that's almost unheard of in a Little League game, yeah, you know, roughly 15 aside if you if you average it out. So just a phenomenal job tonight by the pitching staffs. Most definitely. So, again, our final score, 2 to nothing. Wampler Property Management with the win over First Federal. Going to get a couple players over here right now. We'll see who is going to come with us first here. Going to have uh, Owen Hobbs, who came in on relief to pitch tonight. Owen he came into the third inning and just did a tremendous job and did give, didn't really give it too much damage in terms of on the bases. No runs, though. What was this going through your mind as that game wore on? And it, Did it get tighter and tighter for you with it being 0-0? Well, I just thought that um, we were all tied up, so I had to not let, really not let up any hits, but most importantly, not let up any runs. So I was just I was getting a little nervous. My head started hurting, but, I mean, I pulled through and we got the win. What was it like uh, in the seventh inning for you, knowing your team had the lead? How were you able to kind of keep the nerves down and stay calm? Well, I mean, I was trying to not, um, I was trying to not like get too excited because then I would probably start walking people, and then that would um, let in the runs. Well, just uh, just to win the championship, to be the three seed and defeat First Federal after a tremendous game being 0-0 throughout. What's that uh, just mean to you? Just means that. any team can win. I mean, even the 16 seeds in March Madness, they can yeah. beat the one seed. It still hasn't happened, but someday it will. Yeah, definitely. So. All right, let's get your team in, in here. Timothy Norcross, who had the uh, game-winning hit. Uh, well, Timothy, ball down the first baseline. Looked like it might be the third out. What was going through your mind as the ball was rolling down the line? I believe you had two strikes at that moment as well. What was going through your mind as the ball was rolling down the line? Um, well, I thought it was going to go right into his glove, and he was going to beat me to the base, but... When I saw it went it went through his legs, I, I was just so happy. 
and then we scored two runs, and it was amazing. As a hitter in that situation where it's 0-0 in extra innings in the seventh inning, how difficult was that for you <laughs> to know that you needed to come through there with runners at second and third and two outs? Uh, it was tough. I um, just focusing on uh, just getting the bat on the ball and making contact, trying to get the runners in. How much does your, uh, your manager, Jonathan Westfield, help with you guys in situations like that? Uh, he helps a lot. Tells us what to watch for and what to do. Well, what's this championship mean to you, Timothy? Um, it's great. I mean, this is my last year, so it's so fun to be able to win it with, with this team. And, yeah. Well, going out on top. Congratulations, Timothy. Thank Thanks. you for time. Yep. Let's go ahead and uh, bring uh, Jonathan here real quick just uh, before, we, before we get signed off for tonight. Jonathan Westfield, uh, Tim Dittman, and my, my colleague have known him for some time now. He has worked at the Champaign Police Department, Champaign Unit 4 School Board. Jonathan, you were tense. You kept walking by here going, taking deep breaths, and I asked you how you were doing late in the game, and you said, I'm here. How do you feel right now? I'm still here. So I'm <laughs> happy. I, I can relax now. A big sigh of relief. Uh, hey, what did I tell you at the start of the season? All right. Was I wrong? Okay. They made it happen. You know, I did very little. I but, just supported them and encouraged them. Well, you had great starting pitching. Both sides had great starting pitching tonight. Uh, 33 combined strikeouts. That's such an amazing number. But Owen Hobbs, your pitcher, came in in relief of Drew Caldwell, who did great as well. Just what did you see from your pitchers tonight? They were locating really well. They were just on. I mean, it's never been a question of how they've been doing all season. When, when called up, they perform, you know, and that, that's all you can ask for as a coach. You know, we ask, and they, and they, and they made it happen. How nervous were you when uh, Timothy Norcross came up? I believe he had two strikes when he got that hit. The ball was rolling down the line. What was going through your mind in that moment? It was Timothy, so there was no question on what was going to happen because Timothy always pulls something out. You know, he's got the magic glove, and he's got that magic bat. So he well, the- did exactly what he always does. The magic bat brought in two runs uh, in that last strikeout. Yes. What was your very first thought when uh, on the called strike three? I'm like, all right, rush the field, guys. <laughs> so you're not a Nick Saban type looking forward to next season already? Uh, no, this is my last season in Little League. Walker, he's aged out, so I'm happy. Going out on top. Yes. What does that mean to go out on top like that? Well, funny thing is, uh, he came in. Yeah, uh, it's true. He won one when he was uh, he played up for Wampler, and we made it to the semis last year, and he swore he was going to get back to that championship this year, and he did it. Three championships in four years for Wampler, Wampler Property Management. Yes. Jonathan Westfield, congratulations. Thanks right, for your time. Thank you so much. Yep. Again, the final score, 2 to nothing. Tim, any final thoughts from you on this uh, tremendous championship game and tremendous season uh, here for CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball? Well, you know, we mentioned it off the top. You know, Wampler has won three of the last four. Obviously, you know, some of the players are different, so it's not, uh, you know, in the traditional sense. But I'll just go ahead and say it. It's a dynasty. I mean, Wampler, <laughs> Wampler is showing up at the right time in the postseason, and they are getting these wins. And... Yeah, this is one that they're going to talk about for a long time. I mean, nothing, nothing going into extra innings. Getting those two runs Wampler did in dramatic fashion. And then Owen Hobbs, uh, you know, I would say he came in and shut the door, but he was shutting the door long before the seventh <laughs> inning. Uh, he, he did phenomenal tonight. Pitchers on both sides did phenomenal tonight. And, again, first Fed has, has nothing to hang their head about. They had a phenomenal season. 
the number one seed going all the way to the championship game. Uh, they, they played a great, a great ball game tonight. Just you know, a mistake here or there couldn't quite string the hits together. And you know, Wampler came through in the clutch. And Jonathan Westfield said it. They had the confidence from the beginning of the season. You know, what are we going to be? We're going to be champs at the end of the season. And their and their prediction came true. And a lot of it it goes for confidence. If you're confident in yourself and you get hot at the end of the season, things like this can happen. And got a great pitcher's duel tonight. You love to see that. You don't always see a pitcher's duel on both sides in Little League, uh, but the championship game was just stellar. One of the best championship games that uh, you or I will ever be a part of. If we, if we, you know, why don't we retire on this, Tim, and go out on top ourselves? Because there's no way we could top this game. Hey, you know, I, I would say let's do that, but I want to come back next year. This season went by too fast. It, it, re- it really did. We had some great games this year, great weather as well, and I'm, I'm already looking forward to next summer. I am as well. So again, our final score, Wampler Property Management, 2 to nothing. First two, Wampler Property, first federal, nothing. Wampler Property Management champions of the CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here in 2017. want to thank all of our listeners throughout the season. Thanks to all the sponsors for Little League Baseball. Couldn't do it without you. Thanks for all the parents and the players. You know, always welcome to correct us. We, we don't always know who's out there. Say names uh, correctly on there. We appreciate that. Thanks to all the coaches for getting us the lineup changes throughout the game. It's just been a lot of fun. And uh, and just really appreciate Evan Kahn, Ali Adams, our, our, engin- our engineer, Ed Bond, and all of our producers and engineers back at the Radio Ranch, Tamara McDaniel, and anybody else out there, just really appreciate uh, their time this season. It's been a blast, and uh, we'll be back next summer, Tim. It's, it's been so much fun. Can't wait. Yep. All right. For all for Tim Dittman, I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks again for listening. Wampler Property Management, 2017 CU Kiwanis Twin City Champions. We'll be back next season. Have a great rest of your night, everybody, and great rest of your week. We'll talk to you again soon. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by our DWS prep partners. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford in Champaign. Your dream is out there. Go get it. American Family Insurance Agent Perry Ford will protect it. And by ABC Heating and Air, where it's as easy as ABC to always be comfortable. Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400 was also brought to you by Bacon and Van Buster, Coach House Garages, First Federal Savings Bank, Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events, and Tim's Auto Body. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.